0: Welcome back to Gone Outdoor Radio here on KWSN and KFTO. Scotty Brewer, Kyle Ager, Brewer Ager Outdoors. And you know, Kyle, I find it hard to believe that after what, seven years? Seven and a half years? Seven and a half. Seven and a half that we've been doing Gone Outdoors that there's still people that have a passion for the outdoors that we haven't talked to yet. Because we try and have different guests every week. This is one of those cases. We have Luke Snow. He is a local whitetail fanatic, and he's not going to like it when I say expert, but hes I consider him an expert. He, he has a, a page called Hit List Whitetails. He lives for whitetails, it's kind of like Kyle and I do for fishing and everything outdoors. Uh, Luke is a whitetail guy. How are you doing, Luke? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? we're doing well. You know, a lot of people believe that deer hunting is one month one month during the year, some people it's only one weekend during the year, but it really can be a year-long passion if Absolutely. you if you want to take it that way. If that's what you enjoy doing, there's so much to do. And the reason why we ended up having you on is because we want to talk about shed hunting. Right now, shed hunting this time of year over the next month, two months, it all depends. It's kind of weather dependent based on the melt and all that kind of stuff. But let's talk shed hunting for a little bit because I'm pretty sure you can give us and our listeners some tips on it. What time, when does shed hunting get really good? I've seen some photos here recently that people are finding sheds already. And then now we just get this big storm, which I think is going to, hamper that but when does shed hunting really start
1: the best thing you can do is keep an eye on the deer herd and and let the deer tell you you know when they're dropping their antlers and obviously if you're keeping an eye on a food source or a bedding area or whatever driving around keeping an eye on the deer and several of them are still holding antlers, then you want to pump the brakes a little bit and uh, try not to push in too early and, and mess up your chances later on down the road.
0: So, you know, there's a lot of folks who say that, oh, the big deer dropped their antlers first or they dropped their antlers last, or is there any truth to uh, the size of the, the age of the deer, the size of the antlers in terms of when those antlers fall?
1: You know, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure Uh, A lot of people say that it's based on uh, the stress of the animal, so a more intense uh, winter approaching uh, may cause them to shed early. Maybe an older buck is a little bit more run down from the rut and, and will shed early as those younger bucks tend to have a little bit more energy and maybe hold on to them longer. I know that I've already found sheds off mature and immature bucks so far this year.
0: There's a lot of reasons why shed hunting is a fun sport, why it can be popular. And I know you're a family man. And I think that's another great reason because this can be a very popular family sport where you can get your family out, get your
1: kids out. Definitely, yeah. I mean, that's one thing that's nice about it is you're not concerned with scent control and and you know, you don't have to keep your kids quiet and things like that and it's just nice to do I like to get outside any chance I can. So if I can bring the family along and and get them interested in in doing what I enjoy, then we can all spend time together looking for sheds and enjoying the outdoors. So
0: So is there an advantage to shed hunting as far as learning the herd for those people that may not, you know, may not be checking on the herds right next to where they live if they're a little ways away. Um, Is there an advantage to them to go out and do some shed hunting? Is that good reconnaissance for the following fall?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, You know, that's the thing is deer have their summer ranges, fall ranges, winter ranges. So they're constantly evolving where they bed and where they feed. And and so if you're wanting to pick up antlers and give yourself the best opportunity, then you want to spend time where those deer were spending time when they dropped the antlers. You're going to need to locate food sources and things like that. Your favorite hunting spots, from November aren't necessarily going to produce shed antlers because the deer may be two, three, five miles away, but I still pay attention to the the deer sign. I mean, you can see rubs from the previous fall. If the snow's melted, you can find scrapes and, and get a really good idea where some rut activity was taking place at that time.
0: You know, Luke, this is one of the things that I have uh, found so true about shedding that the times I've gone is that those antlers are really hard to find until they aren't. And a lot of times right. you can walk right by them and they're laying out in the, the broad open expanse. And then the next time you walk back that trail or something, there it is right in front of you. What are, what are some tips you can give folks in terms of actually being out in those areas you described, but searching for the antlers
1: themselves? Right. So once you locate where the deer are feeding or bedding, I mean, Maybe they're uh, feeding on a private property that you can't get access to, but you know they're betting on public, so then when the time is right, you get in their bedroom and you're walking around looking for antlers, you're not looking for an entire antler, and a lot of people say that you're looking for, you know, uh, maybe a point of a tine or the curve of a beam or maybe a base sticking out of the snow or grass, and you're learning to recognize those signs, I guess, the more you do it, the better you're going to get at training your eyes to look for the right stuff. So one thing that really helped me when I was starting out was to carry what I'd call a practice antler. I'd carry around an antler, and as I'm walking, I'd toss it over my shoulder and turn around. You don't know where it landed, but I mean, you got a general idea, and you just, maybe that's antler ends up buried in the grass and you can just see a little bit of a time and it ends up training your eyes to help you in the long run and uh yeah the more you do it i mean everyone you find is gonna is gonna help you a little bit more so
0: that is a great great tip and and kyle is so true with with shed hunting and a lot of a lot of our outdoor sports It's the same with foraging you don't know how how easy it is until you actually see it and know how easy it is Um, Right, and although I'm not, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say it's easy, but you don't see what you don't see until you see it. Uh, Yeah,
1: you definitely uh, have your good days and your bad days when you're looking. That's for sure.
0: So, what areas? We're we're talking food plots, things like that. Wintering areas. How long do we gotta wait for the snow to melt? I mean, right now we just got a bunch of bunch of fresh snow do we got to wait till all that snow's gone or will that start to melt down relatively quick because of the, if there's a tine sticking out, you know, which will gather the sun's rays this time of year?
1: Well, so it seems well, the more deer that are herding in a particular area, the, the more compact all those trails are going to be. If you got two, 300 deer using the same food plot or the same bedding area, river bottom, whatever it may be, they're going to have that snow packed in there. The snow might be knee deep, but if you're in those areas, you're walking on top of 18 to 24 inches of snow. So, Mm -hmm. um, you're not going to want to just go wandering off into, you know, the transition areas and things like that, especially early. I try to stick to food sources that are close to the road, go in there midday. That way the deer are back in their bedroom and you're not bugging them, you know, any more than you need to. But, uh, yeah, a lot of times you'll, I've found several sheds already this year that are just laying on top of the compact snow.
0: All right, Luke, if people want to reach out to you, if they got any more questions on shed hunting or whitetails in general, how can they get a hold of you?
1: Well, uh, I'm on Facebook, Luke Snow. You can reach out to me anytime. I've got an Instagram, Luke underscore snow underscore hit list whitetails. And uh, yeah, I'd be happy to answer any questions and, and give any more tips.
0: Thanks for coming on Gone Outdoors, buddy.
1: Hey, thank you guys. I appreciate the invite. Special thanks
0: to our Gone Outdoor show sponsors, Race Sport Marine, Adventure RV, Lakeland General Store, Devil's Lake Tourism, Line-X of Fargo, and Ion Ice Fishing. Thank you for tuning in to Gone Outdoors. Follow along when you go out into the field, in the woods, on the ice, or soon on the water. Click Gone Outdoors podcast at kfjo.com, kwsn.com, or Apple Podcasts. Also visit us on breweragrioutdoors.com or on all the social media outlets. Until next week, from Scotty and Kyle, we will be gone outdoors.